Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly, sorry we went over with our game. There are a lot of good tunes in that there uh, were. happy that hour. Was really good. Yeah, it was super good. Uh, now we got to get to something that's not so super good, and that's former Hillsong pastor Carl Lentz. Oh, what has he done? Is what more things are coming out about him? Well, we're learning that he was fired from the mega church because of his narcissistic and manipulating behavior, as well as more than one significant affair. This is according to the founder of the Hillsong Church in leaked audio published by Page Six. Well, I mean, I, I certainly hope that you're not going to. I hope he doesn't have like a golden parachute where he gets paid money for bis, misbehaving. Well, I, you know, that might be in the works because, <laughs> oh. well, this is what happens with Jeez. these kinds of scenarios. Now, Car- Carl Lentz was ousted from Hillsong in early November after 20 years. He admitted to being unfaithful to his wife, but we speculated that there was a lot more going on. So according to these tapes, uh, they were like, we're talking about affair. There's more than one affair. Bad moral behavior going back historically. And uh, page six reporting that the head of Hillsong and a staffer said that there was a very compromising chain of messages on Lentz's laptops, which eventually led to a confrontation that resulted in his firing. He allegedly was also very difficult. And uh, yeah, just overall, not a pretty stand-up guy. Mm. Yeah. So that's what's happening what over there. What was he thinking? But you know what? People always I think, think they can... Was. No, people always think when they are in these kinds of positions of power, and this guy very much believed his own BS. He, yeah, he liked the smell of his own brand. Yeah, he really did. Then people do think they can get away with it. It happens all the time, and every time we're always shocked because, you know, it's it seems like not that many of us would do it, but like 20% of people do do it. Yeah, there was a big profile of Carl Lentz in GQ magazine. I want to say it was like three years ago. But I he remember was, this. You know, he was talking about why he's dressed head to toe in designers when, you know, he's supposedly about more things beyond the materialistic. And he was like, well, this is just, you know, how I communicate with people. This is what I do, you know. Yeah, I'm in head to toe Saint Laurent. We, I re- Holly, I feel feel like we it was just we were like the whole everything about this church rings wrong yeah and uh according to some sources i think they have quite a bit of a war chest so to speak uh, an arsenal of money so well, yeah yeah they, they figured out like scientology let's get wealthy people and let's make tithing be 20 percent of your income and get these people to really do it yeah, you know, it kind of sounds like another organization. <laughs> like is Scientology that, in thank, a way. Thank you. The pay Ask, to play religion. Yes. No bueno. Yeah, no bueno to that. Let's talk about Sienna Miller. She's opening up about the year 2005 when Jude Law admitted that he was sleeping around with the nanny behind oh, her back. Really? Does so, she have a movie out? Why is she bringing why, why are we bringing that up? Um, 
I don't know if she has a movie out, but she's a, there's a new interview in the Daily okay. Beast. And she's talking about back in the day, 15 years ago, she said, of being the subject of all this uh, tabloid gossip mm. and speculation. It was one of the most challenging moments I hope I'll ever have to experience because with that level of public heartbreak, you have to get out of bed and then little let alone stand in front of 800 people every night because she was doing a play. It's the last thing that you want to do. Oh. And then she got involved in another one with Balthazar Getty, or yes. however you say his name. Balthazar Getty, yeah. And you were just talking about the Getty family yeah. in your vintage scandal on Wednesday. But, I mean, she really kind of has been in... Uh, her love life has been open to speculation. Yes. Quite a bit, but these kinds of things are scandalous. They always are. Right. And when she, people are married and, you know, yeah, all that. you know, and she was talking about at the time, 2005, if we go back to that era of celebrity, she comments it was at the height of the paparazzi madness. And she said in London, there was an epidemic of bad behavior. Mm. The paparazzi knew where I would be every night and right. they would follow me because before we had social media, it was let's take photographs of celebrities and it was big business. Really? Yeah. And she's like, I was only 23. You get through it. And it seems like she's out on the other side. Speaking of vintage Snookies in the news this afternoon, she and Dina from Jersey Shore are being sued by a restaurant called the Meatball Shop over their merch. So so this lawsuit was filed earlier this week and alleges that Snooky and Dina infringed upon the restaurant's trademark on their merch, despite the fact that for years they've been calling themselves the meatballs. So oh boy. I don't know <laughs> if this is really trademarkable. Yeah, calling yourself the meatballs. Well, they're trying. Okay. Snooki's been selling team meatball forever. She's out there. She's still hustling. I think she has a boutique in New Jersey. So, you know, we wish her all the best in that. Mm-hmm. In the three o'clock hour, you guys were talking about Miley Cyrus doing all of this press. She has a new album out. She's I getting pretty am frank. Loving it. Isn't have, it? It's yeah. so good, this plastic heart. Yeah. You, Miley, Every song. Leaning into the rock and roll, it really suits her. Mm-hmm. And you guys were playing some of her music. Uh, at the end of the three o'clock hour, and there's there's this weatheredness to her voice at yeah, this point. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That really it's... that really suits her. But she's out doing publicity for it, and she's doing publicity in the most 2020 way possible. She's trolling TikTok videos and leaving comments mm. for her fans. Mm-hmm. She asked a fan out on a date with a heart emoji and a kiss mark. Oh. She's even giving a little uh, a little nod of the hat to her own failed marriage on a video caption. If Miley Cyrus comments we will get married and she said hope it goes better for you too than it did for me congrats and then finally uh she named a fan's baby california no because you know that's what you do yeah 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 and and to mention something that i mentioned that the five o'clock at the top of the dirt alert update her friend stevie nicks sold her catalog 80% 80% of it for $100 million. Wow. You go, Stevie. You go, Stevie. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you for the tunes. All right, Holly, thank you. Maybe you're going to stick around. It's just me and Rocco now. We haven't even decided what song we're singing. Oh, my God. I have a couple oh. thoughts. Okay. Oh, open to the thoughts. You want me to bring it up now? No. Okay, no. we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. That'll be a big tease. <laughs> Join right. us after the traffic. We'll find out what song we're going to be singing. That's very gurvy. Okay, before, I mean, there's really not that many weekend picks. I think all of mine are virtual. I think they really are all virtual things. I think um, mine are too. Yeah. But um, 
What song are we going to sing, Rocco? Well, you know, I, you know me. I'm always looking for a theme. I was like, I wonder if there's any celebrity birthdays today. Yeah. Today's Jeff Bridges' birthday, so I thought we could do. Just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in Ooh. from the Big Lebowski. Oh, a little Kenny Rogers. Yes. Or I thought um, tomorrow's the late Little Richard's birthday, and I thought maybe we could sing Tutti Frutti. Oh, now really? I mean, <laughs> I could go either either way. I feel like uh, you know. Holly, do you want to have an opinion here? I feel like Tutti Frutti might be a little easier. Yeah, okay. Although so, there is some falsetto to it, but you know. Well, that's fine. We can just scream and screech. That's yeah. fine, yeah. Yeah, Rocco, you can play play the next break, play that song for, okay. for Jeff. Because we do want to send oh, healing a good thoughts idea. to yes. him. Right? Healing thoughts to Jeff. And to then Jeff. we lost Little Richard just this year. And as I got to see little Richard, hello, thank you very much, Bayfront Blues Fest, for booking him. That was incredible. When was that? Um, I don't know. It might be... They all blur together. Um, (laughs) But like this century? Yeah, no, it was like in the last 10 years. He was definitely in his early 80s or late 70s. or I mean, we were just like, we were like, wow, we couldn't believe it. But he had such a twinkle in his eye. And yes, he wasn't like the showman that like I've seen on YouTube when he was a younger guy and stuff. He was, you know, more quiet in his playing, if you will. But very, you know, had the outfit and the great wig and his mascara and eyeliner and he had a jazzy, you know, he was all jazzed out and blinged out. And Do you remember when it was at the Grammys or American Music Awards where he's like, he opened up the award and he's like, the award goes to me. me? Yes. yes. Like I invented yes. rock and roll. I deserve this award. Uh, he, he's something else. Yep. I yeah. Hope, I hope he went out knowing how appreciated he was. Because, yeah. yeah, he he ba- he and like Chuck Berry basically, you know, yeah, well, wrote the book. Was there a little yeah. Richard movie or he's just been a character in other people's biopics? Hmm. I but, don't think there's an official think, little no. Richard movie. He, we've seen his character show up and just like we heard that uh, you know Nellie is going to play Chuck Berry. Well, there was one in 2000 a TV movie. Okay. That was produced I'm looking at for ABC, but oh. it wasn't anything. He didn't get like the Ray Charles treatment, right. you know, from like Jamie Foxx or anything like that. Yeah, or James Brown. Right. I mean, that was such a good movie. Wasn't that Chadwick who did James Brown? I feel like it was. He it did Chadwick right, and it? and yeah. Jackie Robinson. Oh, I guess he's amazing in this Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which that comes out in a couple of weeks. On Netflix. St. Paul's August Wilson. Well, yeah. St. Paul's adopted son, August Wilson. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, Rocco, what are your virtual well, <laughs> picks? I wrote stuff. down a couple. Okay. Um, a band that I like a lot, The Hold Steady. Yes. They, they used to sort of be based here when they were mm-hmm. lifter puller. Then they went on off to Brooklyn and became The Hold Steady. They're doing... Rocco, uh, I was a lifter puller okay, fan. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, mm-hmm. they were super great. Yeah. Um, they're doing a three-night stand. I guess they started last night, so... Um, tonight and tomorrow, they are doing live from the Brooklyn Bowl. Um, you can buy $15 tickets for that at theholdsteady.net. Cool. Um, there's something I'm trying to get Holly to come over to my patio and watch tomorrow night. One of my favorite uh, comedy duos, Tim and Eric from Adult Swim, um, are doing their Christmas special. Uh, it's you know it's something they did a few years ago, yeah. but they're gonna have a watch along with a Q and A afterwards, and the ten dollar proceeds go to feedingamerica.org. Oh, that's cool. 
And then I saw that at the Hook and Ladder, our gal Davina. Davina, that's one of the. We get, she's got a double pick tomorrow on Hookstream, right? Yeah, uh, a love nest holiday. Yeah, she's um, the, uh, she's so talented. She's so good. I mean, it's her whole. It's her band, and it'll be really good. And they're doing a good one tonight too with Sarah Morris. Oh yeah, Hook I saw Stream. that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So it, you go to the Hook Minneapolis. Dot com and it's backslash hookstream and it's you know like ten or twelve dollars or something like that. It would be like if we were going to the hook and ladder, be like whatever we'd right. be at the door. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I did one of those uh, a few a couple months ago and I was I thought it was great. Great sound, great visuals. Right, right. So and then also Vanessa Williams, you know, they've been like once a month they've been doing having like people who are on Broadway and stuff doing stuff to benefit theaters and it's you go to uh, hennepin theater trust.org and she's the you know entertainment tomorrow night if you want to see her because she can you know she can sing she can dance she tells stories all right so this is vanessa williams how do you get what where's you this? go to hennepin theater trust.org gotcha. they patty lapone did it a couple weeks ago Oh, right. so you just sit, fire up the laptop, and and you're like you're in a cabaret. Yeah, and you're kind entertained. Of, yeah, kind of. And the money is, you know, they're trying to raise money for for theaters and probably, you know, the the, the big acting community that's not, you know, touring working. and working right. and stuff right now. And I, my one fun thing that I thought would be fun digitally to do is the digital drag brunch, the Elf brunch, that flip phone. Normally, like this would be, you'd be going in person, but you can do those. They're kind, they're funny. So they have an elf theme one this weekend. Yes, oh, that would yes. Be funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at one o'clock, at one o'clock, and you go to a flip phone. But I mean, because that movie, I'm sorry, that is classic and it's hysterical. Yes, yes, it will put you in. Be just Bob Newhart alone. Oh. puts you. You know, you just <laughs> put a smile on your face. I'm gonna send this to my wife right now. She loves Elf. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think an Elf drag brunch might be. It just might the be thing. just a thing, and you have a little, you know, make your own Bloody Mary, right? Oh, or yeah. yeah and... Get a box of the Elf cereal. Yes, there and you just, go. Just sit down. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Neil Justin was is recommending if you're a comedy fan, uh, he says Ali Sultan. The pandemic pandemic kept him from getting the breakout year he should have had. Twin Cities comic. Anyway, he in this stand-up special. He taped it last month at St. Paul's Camp Bar, which is a great place. That's where we saw Leslie Jordan perform. Oh, that's right. He won't be performing there anymore. You know, he's too big of a star now. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got a role on an upcoming sitcom that's coming out, yeah. I believe, uh, mid-season. Uh, yeah, so anyway, but I guess Ollie riffs on his love of cats and Spirit Airlines, and he's very, very funny, so you go to ollysultancomedy.com. If you feel like uh, getting ahead of the comedic talent, because Neil's like, this guy is going to be huge. Cool. I've never well, heard of him. I'm looking yeah. him up right now. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's called, uh, his special's called Raw Dog in 2020. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's a good name to get attention, right? And yeah. then if people ask what that is, depending on their age, you have different explanations. 
right? That would be true. Yeah. Didn't really think about it that way of yeah. having to explain that to a person who might be under 10. But, yeah. well, yeah, I know. I, well, we can be up for the challenge. Holly, I mean, uh, I can't remember if it was from my grandmother's Harlequin romance or one of her true detective magazines. But in fourth grade, when I asked my mom what rape was, and she goes, oh. spell it. And I go, R A P E. And she goes, Where'd you learn that word? And I go, <laughs> I, you know, and I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't know, but I was like, I, you know, told my sister, well, that's a bad word. And then, of course, we just, you know, looked it up in those days in a dictionary. Yeah. We still didn't really know what any of it was, but, you know. No, you don't know what a lot of things are when you're a certain age. And you don't have to. My mom was like, you don't need to know what that word means. And I'm like, okay. I mean, geez, I think I remember being 15 years old and somebody told me what a mm was. And I was like, you you put what? Where? What? Yeah. What? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Holly, you got any picks? Anything that you're recommending watching or logging in? Okay. Okay, so a couple of things now. uh, I've watched two out of three, but one thing I want to check out, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's been out for... This is the third episode, I think, is out, but it's a miniseries called Small Axe from Steve McQueen. Oh, I want to watch this. Yes, so this is a a series of short, you know, hour-long episodes. It's about West Indian immigrants in London during the 60s and 70s. John Boyega is probably the biggest star in this series, and it's just getting fantastic reviews, and mm-hmm. I want to watch it. Small acts based off of the Bob Marley song with the mm-hmm. proverb, if you are the big tree, then we are the small acts. want to watch that. Okay. Big Mouth Season 4 is out, including the Emmy-winning performance from Maya Rudolph as a hormone monster. This is the cartoon that's on Netflix about adolescence about puberty about sex and all the things that we just talked How do about I not know about this show oh this it, sounds like it's right up my alley Holly it is amazing I love it so much it was exactly about what we just talked about it, except in cartoon form well Nora you brought up Nick Kroll earlier this week yeah. what what because he's part of the show oh he's amazing he got married this week and, is that why? I know yeah. you brought him up for some reason. Yeah. He brought him up because somebody saw witnesses marriage proposal okay. that somebody had. And now I can't remember who. Okay. He's so a, much gossip. He's an incredible talent, Nick Kroll. So yeah. go watch Big Mouth Season 4. Just start the whole thing if you haven't watched it. And finally, this little show that's on HBO is so wonderful. It's called How To with John Wilson. Yes, I've heard about this. It is so good. So these <sighs> are little half-hour documentaries created by this guy named John Wilson. And he went around and just films everyday life in New York City. And it will just make your heart sing and it will make you feel good because it just it's about the 8 million plus people who live in the city. And so he does like how to do small talk. And then he has it's all these little things. Go check it out. If you just want a little heartwarming show, it's called How okay, to with John I Wilson. Seeing that show up, you know, I'm like, what is this how to show? You know, because sometimes they just scan around on HBO and think, is there anything good? Yeah. Like, did you start watching that murder on Middle Beach? I did, and I got a pass. You did you pass on it? Yeah. Is it too weird with the bread the sun and the I'm just I'm gonna read about it because okay. I reach a limit when it comes to murder shows. Okay, I just like I have a I have a limit. I watched How to with John Wilson as a palate cleanser. Okay, totally that worked. worked. Okay, yeah. good. All right, very good. All right, <laughs> listen, we'll be right back. Uh, what did we learn this week? Rocco's going to tell us. You thought we could sing this song? I could. Yeah, you could. Here, let's get to the chorus so you can sing it, please. 
tripped on a cloud and made her eight miles high. I told my man on a jagged sky. I can sense some camera. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. So yeah, that goes out to Jeff Bridges. Bridges, yeah. And that's today. Kenny Rogers, yes. Yes, Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Donnie would always tell us this fact about Kenny Rogers. That right. Every time he would tell us, we would be blown away and we've forgotten. Oh, that, that he was a groovy rock star before he was, he was yes, the gambler? Yeah. Yes, yes, Holly, that is exactly <laughs> it. Now we remember to forget again. It will forget again. <laughs> You'll be able to sing that. Rocco, you know how to growl. Yeah, I mean, I got my wheelhouse of karaoke. Yeah. You know, so, you know what? Little Richard wasn't that old when I saw him. I just looked him up. He was at the Bayfront in 2004. So he would have been like early 70s. Yeah, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. There's shows that I regret. Like, I know James Brown played like Mystic right before he died. And I'm yeah. like, why didn't I go to that? Why? Uh, yeah. But I did see like late Johnny Cash and um, late. Uh, um, uh, Ray Charles at Orchestra Hall right before they died, and I'm so glad I did oh, that. God, yeah. And of course, I saw Prince's last show in Minneapolis. You did. Yeah. That's really Rocco. I don't know Eesh. that you're going to get a more poignant one than that. I think I know. you and Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, he played. No, those that pi- was the the piano and microphone. That's what I saw. That's he, what you he saw. He did the maybe tour, one yeah. or two more late night appearances. But that Paisley, was the full show. But the last full show that he oh did in Minneapolis wow. was yeah, the piano and microphone. And I had trouble finding somebody to go with me. I was on my like fourth choice. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was it like was a two hundred dollar ticket, and or it was January, yeah. right? Yeah, and it was. I think it was like in the olden days, we used to hate going January would be a quiet month. And that's why the clubs would do a lot of tribute shows. You'd have to give reasons, book good bands to go out in January. I'm sorry. It's just kind of was a month that a lot of people just would kennel up in. And bands probably don't want to come here. We're never kenneling up in January again. Ever since, uh, you know, Buddy Holly's plane went down. Nobody wants to come to the Midwest. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that is just an unofficial theory of mine about January, right? There'd be tribute shows or, you know, it's a hard month. You had to have, I don't know, you had to give people a really good reason to go out in the cold. Bands don't want to drive from, like, you know, Madison to Minneapolis to Des Moines in January. Well, but even if you're just having, like, bands, you know, like, you know, they they had to kind of give you the... The local bands would like let's get let's have give people a good reason. True. So there, January always it felt like a lot of tribute shows. Yeah, post holidays and it's mm-hmm. hard to wear cute shoes when you go out. Yeah, and everybody spent their money or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's the one month where you like I don't want to go out. It's too cold. Oh, if only, if only, <laughs> if only. Rocco, did we learn anything? Okay, yes. Yeah, so this let me week? play my. Uh, what did we oh, learn? Oh, you made music? something. Well, no, I just I found a, a oh, music bed that I okay. kind of. Um, so these are things, you know, when you guys say something, I'm like, I'm writing that down. Yeah. One of these, uh, a few days ago, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to write these down so we can have this moment on a Friday. Okay. Um, we learned today that Lori's acapella appetite is very small, <laughs> perhaps a half of a half of a teaspoon. Uh, yesterday, we learned that Triscuits are good for constipation, question mark. I thought it was grape nuts. There yeah, was both. 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 It's good to health, good, strong fiber. <laughs> um, according to Julia, Stonehenge is both anticlimactic and a buzzkill. Right. Oh, no. Um, it's one of those things that you've pretty- seen a million times in the movie, so you've seen it. Yeah, it's smaller yeah. than you think it is, yeah. 
Um, somebody, I think it was Lori, said you just can't let airlines be zoos. That was me. Yes. <laughs> I, we were commending the Department of Transportation for just having emotional support animals, dogs. That's dogs fine. Only. Dogs only. No uh, we, we learned that Lori loves little kids with eyebrows. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like drawn on eyebrows? No, just when <laughs> when kids, when little little ones... You know, ha- are, have eyebrows. They either have them or they or they look like sock monkeys. They don't have them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we learned that Lori always gets hiccups while playing pool in dive bars. Mm-hmm. But the cure is to take 12 quick sips. And this is something we for sure learned because Julia, Julia did it and cured it. Yes. She was hiccuping on the air, like, like drunken ones. Like she couldn't stop. And I'm just like, drink 12 quick sips. And it worked? It totally worked. It, uh, like an old bar trick of mine, Holly, because I always got hiccups playing pool. Just like, playing pool. For whatever reason, bending over, talking, sipping beer. I got a lot of, I got a lot of air. <laughs> All right. Well, that was about it for what we learned. And now we, I think we're going to do this for, okay. uh, for, 